Rabbi Isaiah, good morning, Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, Kedesh, Parshish, Truma, Tavshin, Peidalit. Erev Shabbos, Kedesh, Zion, Adar, Aleph, also the same year, Tavshin, Peidalit. This particular Parsha podcast is going to be slightly different. I would first like to make a, a public hoda to the Rabbani Shalom. This week, I had to go through a certain medical procedure in the hospital, Shari Tzedek Hospital, it was in the hospital for three days from Monday until today, and Baruch Hashem, the uh, procedure was successful. And I want to be made there first to the Rabbi Shalom for being the Rafe who gave the Kayach to the, to the Shluchim, to the other, to the doctors and to the nurses and everybody else that was, was involved in, the, in my own particular procedure. And I'd just like to to be give shevach to be thankful to the Rebbeinu that was able to be yotze from the base, as we would like to call not the base achayim we call it the base base Rafua. It's the house of Rafua. and the Shari Tzedek Hospital. I just want to mention is a particular uh, beautiful, beautiful hospital. Not only because all hospitals are doing chesed and kindness, but when you're able to see the the Mizug, the tremendous, uh, um, what I would say is the world of Halacha and the world of Torah together mixed with Rafu. It's really a beautiful thing. I had a particular um, male student nurse who was taking care of me in the pre-procedure operation. And he says to me, You can tell me Dvar Torah. And I told him a little word on Parshish Truma. And he was so thankful. He said to me, oh, he hopes to remember it and be able to give it over in the Bay Knesset. So, And uh, to see, uh, you know, not only the nurses, but the doctors and everybody else, and the halachas kept in the Shari Tzedek Hospital very, very much. In itself is a great Kiddush Hashem. The Shari Tzedek Hospital was founded by great, great religious people. And then for many, many years, some of the greatest gedolim with the poskim for the hospital. When you go up to Davin this morning, I was able to, to go to Davin and I was able to give thanks to Hashem and to make mishabeirachs, not only for the chaylim, to make mishabeirachs for the new babies that are born, for the mialdot, both brisim and, and, and new girls that are born. So all of this takes place within the confines of a hospital. I like to say that the hospital itself, according to some, they say that could be that the tefillahs that are in the hospital are always considered the tefillahs of a level of a deraisa, because the Ramban says that one, so hospital is always, always an ace sara. I saw that the Chafetz Chaim says that, um, that there's a mitzvah when a person davens for a chaylem, should always mention the Meshaberach betoich within the midst of other members of, 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 of Klai Yisrael. Always put in everybody else. And the same thing when we get to, we go to Nicham Avelim, we also, we say, So, first of all, it's a, the concept is to be always be part of the Tzibur. To be part of the of the wider tzibur, and I know that myself when I was davening, it was the first time that it, 
at least that I can remember, that I daven particularly for myself. I did together with the other chaylim that I daven for. <clears throat> and the Rebbe listens to the tefillahs. Why? Because it says that the the Rebbe is on, is at the foot, at the at the head of the of the head of the rush of the chaylim. The rush of the chaylim is the most important place. The Rebbe is constantly with with them. I heard that from the stipler, the stipler said the most important person to daven for a chayla is the chayla himself. But the Rabbanu Shem is very, very close to him. So the Chafetz Chaim brings down a story of Shlomo Kluger. He was invited to be a sandik at a bris, and it happened to be that they were waiting. Why are they waiting? There was an older grandfather who was in, uh, very, very ill, and they were waiting because they said they'll wait until he passes away, and then they'll give a name for him. When he heard that, he quickly said, make the bris right away. They made the bris right away. And Reb Shlomo Kluger went in right after the bris to the Chaylam and he gave him a bracha that he should get a, have a refuah. They asked him, my high, what's the reason behind it? He said, because to ask, to, to ask for a malach, the Rebbe Hashem sent a malach down all the way from the Shemayim to be Merapa Chaylam, that's already a very big thing. But if Eliyahu Novi is going to come to the bris anyway. So once he's here, it's very easy to ask him to go into the next room and to give a refuah. So Eliyahu Novi comes, he's the Malach Abris, and now we can ask him, he should go to the Chayla, and he gives him a Shabayrach, and that was the mice that happened over here. They didn't name the, the baby after the grandfather, because within three days, the grandfather was able to start walking again. Rabbi Sai, so I want to publicly mention to be thankful to those that daven for me and the members of the family and my members of the family that came to be Mavakar Chola. And I'm publicly mentioning this in order that others should also raise their sights how important it is to go to be Mavakar Chola and to, to daven for the Chola. And it should be, especially in these times, Besach Shar Chola Yisrael, everyone should have a full Shalema. As you can hear from my voice, I'm a little bit weak. And this podcast is going to be attached to a a previous podcast, but I want to say two varts from Rav Shach on Parshas Truma. The first one we're going to say on the famous Pasuk in this week's Parsha, V'asuli Migdash V'shachanti B'shachem. The Rebbe commands Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Klai Yisrael they should build a Migdash, and I will reside within their midst. And here's the famous Medrash. Rav Shach had a tremendous insight into the famous Medrash. HaKadosh Baruch says to Klai Yisrael, uh, <clears throat> I gave you my Torah. <clears throat> when I gave you my Torah, I, I'm, I'm selling, I'm giving myself with it. It's the muscle of a, of a person, that, a melech that had a, <clears throat> a precious daughter, his only daughter, and one of the kings came to marry her. So the king said, listen, you're taking my, my precious daughter away from my house. She's my only daughter. I can't leave her. It's impossible for me to have a separation for her. On the other hand, you're marrying her, and I can't tell you not to take her. She's your wife. So I ask you a favor. Wherever you go, you should build a little, a little bungalow, a little place for me to be able to come. When I come to visit you, I can reach, I can visit with my daughter. So this is what the Kodesh Baruch I gave you the Torah. It's impossible for me to, to be separate from the Torah. But on the other hand, I can't tell you not to take the Torah. Every place that you go, make a bias echad, 
And that's the pshat. Osali Migdosh. Make a Migdosh is the place where the Rabbanu can reside. This is a famous Medrash. Mifshach had an unbelievable hergish in this. Mifshach said, first of all, we see, first lesson is that the relationship between the Rabbanu Shalom and Kala Yisrael is a relationship of family. Look the way he describes us. He describes us as being his son-in-law. I'm giving you my Torah. My Torah is my daughter. It's my most precious possession. But you are the chassan of the Melech. So first of all, this appreciation, understand that we are the family of the Rabbanu Shalom. Like it says, Bonim Atem Lashem The second hergish that Rav Shach had was, is that the Kesher of HaKadosh Baruch was so close to the Torah that the Rabbanu Shalom says, I can't, I can't be separate from them. So therefore, the Rabbanu Shem is always with the Torah. And when one learns the Torah, you should recognize that just like the Rabbanu Shem is Dovik in the Torah, when you're learning the Torah, you're being Dovik with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Wow. How much of responsibility it is because of this to be v'asali migdash v'shachanti v'sarcham yid. When I learn the Torah, I'm being Dovik to Rabbanu Shem, therefore I have to have the same Kedusha after the same attitude, the same tahara. And this is an amazing, amazing thing that we should try to incorporate into our into our world. The second word, again from Rivshach and this week's parasha is the Atse Shitim. The Pasik says that one of the things, one of the uh, the items that was donated was the Sidur with Atse Shitim. Rashi comments, what were these Atse Shitim? Where they have Atse Shitim in the Midbar? So the Banishum says that the Banishum Nechuma says Yaakov Avinu saw with his Ruch HaKadosh that Klaisel is going to build a Mishkan in the Midbar. So he brought Arazim to Mitzrayim. He bought these big, when he went down to Mitzrayim, he brought these Arazim, cedar trees, he planted them. And then when they left Mitzrayim, they took these beams, they went into the desert, and that's what they used to build the Mishkan. The really the truth is, it's an amazing, amazing medrash. But Rav Shach said like this, when did Yaakov Avinu tell them to do this? We know that Yaakov Avinu for 22 years was crying over the loss of Yosef HaTzadik and the Ruach HaKadosh left him. And then when they came back and they said that Yosef is alive, he says, Oid Yosef Chai, Chumayshu B'chol Eretz Mitzrayim. And then all of a sudden the Pasuk says, Vatachi Ruach Yaakov Avinu. All of a sudden, there was a new spirit that came upon Yaakov Avinu. That's the point where Yaakov Avinu is now just making a decision. I'm going to go down to Mitzrayim. And what does he do? He takes down the cedar trees from Eretz Canaan. And he says, oh, we're going to go down to Mitzrayim. And we're going to plant these trees and they're going to remain there all through the Golas. <laughs> How long? 210 years. The Sheba, the Makasitzias, Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf. But Yaakov Avinu had a vision. Because it was Vatachi Yaakov Vatachi Ruach Yaakov Avichem, all he could think about was what's going to be when they're going to build the Mishkan. And that's a Pella. First of all, why didn't he? Okay, if you, if you, it's two, it's going to be hundreds of years later through so many and so many difficulties. Why can't you just buy it from the, from the Arabs, buy it from the neighbors? The answer is that when Yaakov Avinu had that re, re, assist, re, resuscitation, all of a sudden he started thinking about where is this going to lead ourselves to? We're going to eventually have a makam of the Shekhinah, Hashra Sashkhinah. 
there's going to be a Mishkan. Mishkan is a holy place. Well, if I'm going to build the Mishkan, the Mishkan has to be built with holiness, with mysterious nefesh. A Yaakov Avinu, he wanted that the Atzei Shittim should be Aimdim. The Atzei Shittim, the cedar trees, they should not be cedar trees from non-Jewish people. They should be cedar trees of people who are Od Yosef Chai people. People who understand what it is to be Moshe Nefesh for Klai Yisrael, for the Torah, and for Tahira. This is the vision that our Gedolim, our Ovis, have taught us. I think this is a great lesson when we think about how we build our own Batiknesias, our own Batimidrashas, our own homes, that we should implant in our homes the Ruach of Yaakov Avino, of the Atzishitim Aimdim. This is the first part of the podcast. The second part is going to be a pre-recorded podcast from last year. Let's go on to the Parsha, Parsha's Truma. Wow, the Parsha's Truma is also a great, great Parsha. And there's no question that if, we're, if we're, we, we find it in the beginning of the month of other, the Parsha of Truma, there's some Ramazim over here in the Truma, which will help us to understand a little bit better how we get Simcha. So first of all, just we'll just go off on the. It's very very simple. We said before that the Torah, which is the emes that brings us that brings us simcha, because we get rid of the svekis. So truma, the Balaturim says, truma stands for the word Torah and the mem, which is being meramis that the Torah was given in mem in mem yoyim, and it's also given to the oichle truma, which is also which was lemem yoyim. And so that's also the Indian of the Mem. The, um, the Parsha of Yichli Truma is right after the Parshas of the Torah, of Parshas Yisrael and Parshas Mishpatim. Because the Torah is what we have to recognize. That's really the Mem of the Torah, the Truma. The Truma, we know we have the Nidvis Hamishkan. What did they bring it for? They brought the Nidavis for the Mishkan for the Kalim. Or the Kalim, the Aaron, the Menorah, the Mizbeach, the Shulchan. In previous years, we've spoken about how each one really reflects a different aspect of, um, of a different element which Klaisel connects to. Now we're going to speak just some simple things which are pretty Yudua, but they're such Gavaldika gewaldic, lessons for us. The first one is the Aaron. The Torah speaks about the Aaron, and everyone describes, Ramban already explains, why do we say, why do we discuss the Aaron as being the, pers- the first one? So the answer is, is that the main focus, and we're soon going to see that, according to many, many shittas, this is really the tachlis of the Mishkan, the main focus of the Mishkan was in the Aaron. As the Ramban says, it's a remez, that Kol Yisrael was mishtatif in the creation of the Aaron. Why? Because the Aaron represented the Shechina. And it's teaching us that every single person can have a chilek in the Torah. Because interestingly enough, if you take a look at Perak Hafei, Apostolic Yud, it uses the Lashon, V'asu Aroin Aseit Shittim. Asu is a Lashon Rabbim. By all the other Kalim, it says V'asisa, so it's really speaking to um, either B'tzalel or to different individuals, not necessarily to every single person. But in the Aaron, every single person has a chilek of the Aaron. Why? Because the Torah is hefker lakol. The Torah belongs to everybody. And this is really the message 
This is really the message of the um, of why we discuss the Aaron as being the, the primary, because it's teaching us that every single person has a chilek of the Torah. And here, as we said before, it's Echad Amarba ve'Echad Amamit u'Bavad Shichav and Libel Hashemayim. It doesn't make a difference. You can learn a little bit, and you can learn a lot. Everyone has the ability to be have a chilek to be Isaac in the Torah, and we see today. Today, Baruch Hashem, the Daf is spread out. Now we have the Daf Yomi on 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 Yerushalmi. It's become a, a nachlas of the Klal Yisrael. The other way we see it is in the midas of the Aaron. The Aaron has broken midas. Amasayim v'chetzi oyrech, ama v'chetzi rochboi, ama v'chetzi koymasayim. Because in the Torah, the Torah is teaching us that a person shouldn't think that if he learns Torah, he completed it. No, there's always more to learn in Torah. I always say over that my Rebbe, Rav Moshe Feinstein, he once called up his nephew, and he said, comes, comes to me a Mazel Tov. So he said, uh, what's, what's the Mazel Tov? He says, the, the Mazel Tov, I finished Shas for the second time. <coughs> so he says, finished Shas for the second time, but she didn't finish Shas so many times. He says, no, I finished it the second time, 101 times. Rav Moshe, had finished it the 202nd time. And he felt a tremendous simcha that he was Eicha to learn Shas because it says, Rabbi Moshe was able to learn Torah 101 times, twice, at least 200 and time, 202 times he was able to chazer Shas. And when we say Rabbi Moshe chazer Shas, whoa, whoa, did he chazer Shas? Now, I always raise the point that what was Rabbi Moshe? What was his need? What was his, what was his need to chazer it again and again? He already knew it. If you learned it hundred one times, he already knew it. What's the pshat? He had to learn it so many times. The answer is that the Torah is rechava minayam. The Torah is so deep. There's always a new insight. Even the great Rav Moshe, even Rav Moshe was able to see the greatness of the Torah because he chazed it so many times and he delved into it. And this is a lesson for us. The Sharon had broken midas. Didn't have complete midas. The teaching us every single person has a chalik of the Torah. And not only for people that learn the Torah. Let's say you can't learn the Torah. You don't have time to learn the Torah as much as other people. But you can support the Lamde Torah. You can be machsik the Torah. And that's the union of the Atzei Shittim. The carrying of the Aaron was carried and it would never left it. Because the machsikei Torah, they always have to be connected to the Torah. When a person supports, supports a base medrash, supports a yeshiva, supports a good Torah institution then he has the chilek of the Aaron. The shulchan, we know, is parnasa, mezaynas, over there the midas are all equal. Over there it says, amasayim archai, amarachbai, amarachai, right? Amakai masai, because in shulchan, a person has to be mistapic. Whatever he gets, he has to be mistapic. He shouldn't be jealous of another person. He should just recognize that the Rebbeinu is the one that provides, and therefore there the bidas are all equal. The famous pasuk of this week's parish, besides all the psukim, are of asli migdash v'shachanti b'soicham, and as Yedua, the famous Al Shechakodesh, Al Shechakodesh says that it doesn't say v'asli migdash v'shachanti b'soichay, ela v'shachanti b'soicham. So the Al says it's teaching us the purpose of the migdash is really that the shechina should be within every single one of us. So the the over here I saw the Rebbe Baruch brings down this Alshich and is teaching us that every single person has to create himself that his lave should be a 
a, a, a vestibule, a place where the Shekhinah can reside. And that's really, a, a, that's really our Avaida. Each person has to make himself, every year has to make himself a mini Mignesh Ma'at. But the question is, so what do we need the Mishkan for? Just make yourself, make your heart such a fashion. And question number two is, why does the Torah start out in Parshas Chuma with the Tzivui of the Yikhali Chuma and explains all the different items that were given, the 13 or the 15 items that were given, the Kesev, the Zav, the Nechoshes, the Oiris, Maidamim, the Avnei Shayam. Why doesn't it just say the first is a Tzivui of creating the Mishkan and it should mention all the different Kalim that were there, the Aaron, the Menorah, the Mizbeach, and the Shulchan, and everything else. And then afterwards, you should say, HaKadosh Baruch went to every single member of Klai Yisrael, the Yikuli Chuma. So Rebelli Baruch says, over here we see a Yavaldik Yisait. The Yisait is, what the Rebbeinu really wants is our hearts. And the first Yisait of the Mishkan is, is to create that there's a connection between every single member of Klai Yisrael. That every single member of Klai Yisrael wanted to give Nadiva slave. They wanted to give something to the Mishkan. The Mishkan was the place of ability to be ma'achet the lavavus of Klai Yisrael. And the first thing is, we have a chiyav to give truma. Ah, Rabbi Sai, this is such a great lesson. Really what the purpose of the Mishkan is, is really to be a place where all of Klai Yisrael can gather together and can be part of the same giving to each other to create a edifice, to create the Mishkan, to create a Migdash Ma'at. And when we give Trumas B'yachat, that's our first Chiyuv. And then if with Rakhodesh Baruch said that Klai Yisrael wanted to give, even before they gave them the, the even before he gave them the, the Tzivah, the Kalim. He says, now I can tell them the Tzivah, the Kalim, I can tell them what they can do. And I think especially in these days, as we know, Klai Yisrael is torn asunder with so many and so many things that are happening. And we want to, we want to have that Simcha. So I think the more that we give and the more that we recognize the Nadiva slave that we have amongst each other, we give for Klai Yisrael, then that will be the elevation that we need in order for us to have a Mishkan. And then our hearts become a Mishkan. Then it's for us Migdash, Vishachanti, Besoicham, Besoich Kol Echod, Ve'echod. I have a wonderful Chavra of mine, a big Tamil Chacham, Reb Hader Margolin. And Reb Hader is a really great Tamil Chacham. And this week we were learning a little bit in Yonim from the Parsha. And he just pointed out such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I want to share it with the Eilam. The question is, where did the Rabbanism speak to Moshe Rabbeinu in the Mishkan? So the truth is, it's really a Mephorosh Pasuk. And not only a Mephorosh Pasuk, but it's really a Mephorosh Rashi. The Pasuk is Pasuk Chav Beis and Perik Chav Hei. Before the Shulchan, it says, Vino, after the Aaron, Vino Arti Lechosham. The Rabbanism is going to meet over there, Vidibarti Itcha Me'ala Kapiris. I'm going to speak to you on top of the Kapiris of the Aaron, Mibain Shnei Hakruvim, which was on the Aaron Edus. Now Rashi over there points out that there's really a Kasha, because later on it says in Vayikra, Vaydabra Hashem Elov, He spoke to him from the Oyol Mayid, which was the Mishkan Chutzla Parachas. So there really seems to be a contradiction. So Rashi says, no, there's a third Pasuk in Bamidbar. It says, B'boi Moshal Oyol Mayid. When Moshe came to the Oyol Mayid, Vayishmas Akol Medabelov Me'alaka Paris. 
Then he heard the voice that was spoken from Yalaka Peres. So Moshe Rabbeinu went into the Lamayid, but where did the call come out from? The call came out from on top of the urn. Moshe was nichtas into the Mishkan. When he got to the Pesach, Rashi says, "Call Yorid ben Shemayim lebein Akruvim, who Misham Yotziv Nishma LaMoshe LaMoshe." Then Moshe Rabbeinu heard it. So it seems to be before Shirashi that Rashi says that uh, the call, the dibur, was heard from on top of the Mishkan. Now there's a, not a very well-known Rashi later on in Parshish Tetzaveh, where Rashi seems to disagree. Rashi says in Parshish Tetzaveh that there's a machlekes between the Chachamim, where was the dibur which was done on the Kapiris. There he says, there's one day that says, it was me'al mizbeach hanachoshes. It was on top of the mizbeach. And he says, one sheet holds it was top, on the top of the mizbeach, and one sheet holds it was on top of the oren. There's a question really why Rashi only says it over there. That's a question that I don't have an answer for. Another question I don't have an answer for is, what is that sheet to hold? What is that Rashi going to do with the Pasuk in Bamidbar, which says clearly that it was on top of the Kapiris. Sarachian, everyone, anyone has an answer, you're welcome to give me an answer. But my friend Reb Hodder wanted to say, give all the Kapshat in what the Machoikis is between these two different Tanoim. Why does one hold it was on top of the Mizbeach and one holds it was on top of the Oren? The answer is, what was the Tachlis of the Mishkan? There's really a Machoikis between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam says in the beginning of Hilchus Beis Abichira, the purpose of the Mishkan was a place in order to bring Karbanas. The Ramban, on the other hand, holds that no, the purpose of the Mishkan was a place HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to have a Manucha of the Shechina. And therefore the Aran was the first one, as we said before, of the Kalim, because this is really the Tachlis of the Mishkan. As the Ramban says in a few places, that the Mishkan was really a continuation of the residing of the Shechina at Har Sinai. As I once heard, it was like a thermos bottle. You're able to take that, the, 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 the Kabbalah Satayru of Maimed Har Sinai and it would continued in the Midbar together with the Shechina on Har Sinai. Now the Shechina and Har Sinai continued in the Mishkan. So the, according to the Ramban, the Tachlis of the Mishkan was not the Avodah of the Karbonus. For sure, the Anadud Avodah is the Karbonus, but that's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis is the Shechina. According to the Rambam, the Tachlis of the Mignosh, was in order to do the Avodos HaKorbanos. And it could very well be that that's the Gufa Namachlok is between the two Shittas. Where was the Shechina spoken? Was the, the, did the Shechina speak to Moshe Rabbeinu from the Mizbeach? That's the Shita of the Rambam, that the Tachlis is the Avodah. Or did he speak from the Oren, where the purpose is the Mokim HaShechina? Ah, Rabbi Yisrael, we see such Gavaldik in Yonim, new in Yonim, and we recognize Parshish Chuma is together with the month of other. Let's be Mechavin that all our hearts should be together. Let's be Mechavin that we Mechazik and be Machzik ourselves with the Torah to either to learn the Torah, to support the Torah. And to remember that the real Chuma is the Mem Yomim that Moshe Rabbeinu was in Har Sinai and the Torah was given to him to give over to Klal Yisrael. And I think that this is really a great lesson and uh, as we enter into the month of other, and we recognize that the truma that we can give to each other is to give each other a good heart, to give each other a good cheer, to give each other 
a good smile, to wrestle with another friend, not necessarily um, physically, but figuratively, to give a person an opportunity to be another Yid. When we share these thoughts and we raise our levels up, we will taka have true simcha, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Chaydus of other. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.